Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. episode 344. It is Friday, May 22nd here in Cincinnati. It is gray. (laughs) Again, cloudy, beautiful green everywhere. All the flowers are blooming. There's supposed to be sunshine later, but right now it's gray. It's been raining all week and it is a new moon in Gemini and I am so filled with excitement and energy and just such a buzz of excitement. So yeah, where to begin? (laughs) This is what I've been puzzling all morning today. I'm like, how do I tell the story? How do I start? Where do I begin with this? So it feels like the best place to begin is with the New Moon and Gemini podcast from a year ago. I thought of it yesterday on my run, and so I listened to it this morning as I was getting dressed and ready. And it was so perfect. So it is episode, Guys Love, I believe it's 205, and it's called New Moon and Gemini. It's from last year in the beginning of June when we had the new moon. And in it, I, I would encourage you to listen because it was just such a beautiful podcast. And I was in such a beautiful space vibrationally, and it's, it's just fun to tap that energy again. But in it, I describe my preparation, the threshold I was moving across as I was getting ready for the first Guy's Love Festival that August. And I talked about the movie Field of Dreams and uh, how that movie was guiding my path at the time. And there's so much wisdom and I read a beautiful poem about Gemini energy. I am a Gemini rising and um, the way I understand the rising sign is it's what guides you next on your path. It's what, it's the path you're following. Like if you imagine the sun rising in the morning on the day you're born, Gemini energy is what guides me into the next steps always in the whole journey of my soul here in this lifetime. And so I describe all of that and the poem I read so powerfully summarizes the Gemini energy in the way I understand it. And then the field of dream story was just very perfect. The other day, my husband and I were talking, and I said to him, how do I explain or describe light medicine? How am I going to introduce this huge concept and gift and miracle to everyone when I I don't know if I have the words for it? And he said, I don't know that you actually have to have the words. He said, it's like field of dreams. (laughs) Build it, and they will come. And then I listened to the podcast this morning. I'm like, oh my God, how did he remember that? Somewhere he knew that I had described that movie as such a powerful guide for myself. And here it is showing up again. So yeah, I would suggest start by listening to that podcast. And you can listen to it after this one if you want or pause and listen to it and come back, whatever feels right. So a year ago, I was at a threshold 
I, and there's, it's, it's so funny. I was talking to my daughter recently. She started reading this book and it's about another world, you know, a utopian kind of dystopian kind of world. And she was saying how difficult the first chapters are to read because they have to explain the characters and the structure of the world and put everything in place before you can even begin the story. <laughs> and I, I feel that right now, like, how do I, how do I translate this and share this absolutely magical soul story that is me in this way that captures the magic of it? And how do I bring all of the elements together to, to properly honor what it is that I am bringing forward into the world right now? And, and so I don't know if I'm going to do it justice, but my intention is to absolutely do it justice and we'll see how I do. So here's some of the structure <laughs> that needs to be put in place in order for me to fully offer you this gift in its fullest vibration. It reminds me of in the movie Frozen where Olaf does like the summary of all of the Frozen 1 movie. <laughs> like he's just he's on the ice and he's just like putting all the pieces in place and it's so funny. So <laughs> Oh, let's see. Can I do that? How would I do that? Big picture, big picture. I wrote a book in January, a few months ago, that is called Just White Light. And in that book, I describe the journey of the soul, how we are birthed into creation existence as this shooting star of white light that comes out of the collective energy of source, all one we burst forth and we have this intention as we are birthed as a unique individual soul coming from the fullness of source where we all start from and so as we're popped out through our intention out into creation into existence we're just this tiny little embryo of white light <laughs> if you imagine like a tadpole right it's just this tiny little swimming thing of energy <laughs> and we have a tribe that we're birthed with I believe there are 13, 14 in each tribe and like a whole little pot of tadpoles. <laughs> we all come forward. And then we have these grandmother energies that mold and guide and help us understand energy and vibration and sound and light and, and breath. And so we are formed as a tribe, as a pod. And we move through this arc, this evolution of learning. And so if you imagine like, um, school children, you know, this little pod, we're little babies in a nursery for a long time. And then eventually we start walking. And so we're all in a little daycare room. And we're, we're all walking and playing and climbing all over each other and figuring out our personalities. And then this little tribe of souls, energy beings, light beings, we get to go to school. And so when we go to school, we go to all of these different places and we're going together and we're learning together and we're having these magical adventures and expansions and the way that I describe this process in just white light is it looks like a rainbow from the beginning of the rainbow you create this huge arc of color and light all the way over to the end of the rainbow and so along this big arc of learning you're moving in and out of different energy fields thought forms experiences in the universe all these different energetic locations here on earth we would call them planets right we have this mass in science that we would call a planet in my opinion in my experience it's just an energy field 
And so souls can move in and out of this energy field and have learning and, and understanding and expansion of their soul. And so in Just White Light, I describe all of those energy fields and the colors that are associated with them. If you imagine the colors of the rainbow, each energy field holds a vibration of color. And so our soul goes into <laughs> that energy field, let's say red, and we play with red energy and how that informs us, including red, into our light, into our soul. And so that tiny little tadpole that was white light when it was first birthed into existence as a shooting star, it suddenly has some red tinted into the white. And then we go to the orange energy field and we add a little bit of orange in with our red. And so suddenly this little tadpole has evolved into this complex being of light that has more color, more depth, more contrast. And then we go to the yellow energy field and we add in yellow and we start to define what is our intention? What is it that our soul is here to fulfill? That original intention that we popped out into the universe with. How do we align with that and begin to express that as a unique soul? And then we move to green and to blue and eventually to purple. And at the end of this arc, we return back to just white light, but we bring with us all that we experienced in the journey. This beautiful, complex, multidimensional, brilliant explosion of color that we have accumulated in our soul's arc. And we bring all of that back and as we cross the threshold back into this all-encompassing energy of source or love or one or unity, we have this gift of color and light and experience and creation that we bring with us and we offer back to source and we say, here, thank you. Thank you for this journey of being a unique individual expression of you. What an honor it has been to create all of this light and then to come and offer it back with gratitude. So I wrote this book <laughs> called Just White Light. <laughs> that was Olaf's summary <laughs> of the journey of the soul <laughs> in its simplest form. <laughs> ah, whew, that was quite the ride, huh? <laughs> oh, it's so funny when truth is expressed with such power and focus and concise precision. <laughs> There's this like whoosh of energy that gets released, right? It's, it's what happened when I was watching Frozen and Olaf did all of that. The only thing you could do is laugh because he summarized this immense journey of a character in Frozen that we all just fell in love with in like 30 seconds, <laughs> right? So what I just offered you, my whole body is like bouncing with energy and joy right now. <laughs> What I just offered you in that translation is the journey of the soul, all of the beauty of the journey of the soul from creation to return to creation, from beginning to completion, which is just another beginning. And it's so incredibly beautiful. It's so incredibly beautiful. So I wrote this book and 
shared this story of my soul for a while I have been feeling like my soul is this super cool amazing soul because I've done all these super cool amazing things (laughs) and when I wrote the last I've written four books and the first three books were all called one day and then they had different aspects that I wrote about the first one was about my human journey what this lifetime of Vivian has looked like and why the soul chose this lifetime and and what it has meant in my awakening and then the second book was about it was a children's book and it was uh, called Gaia Gaia Grows Up One Day Gaia Grows Up and it was about what I believe to be true about this awakening and how all of these beautiful advanced souls are embodying as children and and in the journey of autism the spectrum of autism and how they're bringing this incredible gift of presence to our planet and then I wrote a book called One Day Gaia's Gifts a year and a half ago and I introduced my soul tribe the little tadpoles of energy (laughs) that I was birthed with and how immensely I love them (laughs) and I'm so grateful for this journey that I've been on with them it's like it's like introducing my brothers and my sisters at a soul level and sharing their stories offering their gifts as the storyteller for that tribe (laughs) sharing their stories so that you could feel how much love there is in a tribe of souls when they're birthed together and the bond that is formed when souls play in their intentional space when when infinite souls are creating together and learning together and playing together what that looks like how much love how much love sits in the soul tribe and how overwhelmingly difficult it is to complete the journey of the soul when you've been with that tribe for as long as you've been and so I I didn't expect to cry when I wrote One Day Guy's Gifts I I honored the work that my soul tribe had done together our focus as a tribe has been on Gaia creating and evolving and supporting this planet and the energy in this planet and the creative play in this planet and so the book was my birthday gift (laughs) my honoring back to my tribe to say I see you I see you and I am immensely proud to have walked this journey with you and we are complete this work that we have done is complete the energy field of Gaia this beautiful planet is self-sustainable and she no longer as an energy needs to be managed or supervised or taken care of in that way so I wrote that a year and a half ago and as I wrote it I identified locations around this planet where energy had been captured or uh, that's not the right word where energy had been intentionally placed so that as 
the time dissolved here on Gaia, that energy would be released or activated and each one in my soul tribe had a specific intention that they placed with that energy. And so I identified uh, Gaia's Love Festivals, these places around the world where I saw myself going and traveling and moving energy and opening these vortexes with love and gratitude and reverence for Gaia, for Earth. So I describe in my Guys Love podcast last year, the one with the new moon in Gemini, I described the threshold I was standing at of that first festival and all that I knew it meant to me, maybe not to everyone who was going to be at the festival, but what I knew it meant to me, it was my opening of my energy vortex first. (laughs) I'm going to try not to cry again. Tears are just energy moving, and there's a lot of energy moving for me today. So, the first festival was going to be here at my home, because chapter 14 in Gaia's Gifts is my chapter, and I talk about the intention, the gift that I offer, and that I teach, and that I am in my soul's journey is presence, being here now, so fully in my body, that I'm just emanating love and holding a space around me for all those who engage with me to be present themselves, to feel love in themselves, to self-express. Not as a match to me or like me, to self-express as their own unique light. And so I scheduled the first festival in August. We had it last August here in our front lawn with lights and music and creative play and it was absolutely beautiful and it popped open a shitload of energy (laughs) which is what it was intended to do but it was a lot it was a lot there were a lot of openings happening in the people who attended and then went back into their own lives and had all this stuff come up that they had to clear body stuff and energy stuff and mind stuff soul stuff (laughs) lots of soul stuff and from last August until the end of the year I was very focused on supporting those who were going through that process Um, in particular my own family and walking this journey with those I love the most in my world it was a very intense time there was a lot of magic and beauty and love and also a lot of pain and uh, suffering that needed to move out. So I arrived at the end of the year and took some time off and set the intention that at the beginning of January I was going to transcribe this book that I had felt for a while but sort of put on hold. I made this agreement with my soul guides (laughs) when We had the festival and all of these things started to open. I was like, okay, I can't do this and write a book. Like, it's not possible right now. So we need to put the book on hold. And I got to do this first. This is is what's important. So January, we had reached a place of more tranquility. And I opened up this beautiful flow of wisdom from my soul. And I said, let's let's write this book and just white light was it was here's my process I record into my phone (laughs) just like I do right now for the podcast 
So I recorded all of the chapters into my phone in 10 days, one a day, a couple a day. It was a couple a day. Maintained this incredible strength in my body as I went through it. I was trusting everything I was guided to eat and to drink and when to rest and what to do and all of the information downloaded. And then I transcribed it and I wrote the book and I published it on the new moon in Aquarius in 2020, just a few months ago. And then I didn't quite know what to do. (laughs) And I've talked about this in previous podcasts right after I shared the book. I shared a lot of the story. (laughs) I was like, now what? Now what? I just told you my soul story. You know where I started, where I've been, where I'm going next, because we're at the end of the arc. (laughs) So whenever I transition, it's going to be beautiful because I know exactly where I'm going. I'm going home to source and I'm bringing this incredible tapestry of light and wisdom and beauty with me. And so what do I do now? (laughs) Right? The chapters that I wrote at the end of the book, it says once you've completed this integration of all the light and the color, you get to play. There's a whole chapter called Play and Pleasure. And I describe some of the places I'd been playing and what I'd been experiencing and how earth is you know, for me, this playground of play right now and pleasure. So what do I do? (laughs) And so I thought, really seriously thought, like, well, I guess my work is done. I'm just going to do whatever I feel guided to do in the moment. And maybe we'll have these festivals and maybe I'll write, create something. I don't know. And then the coronavirus began. And the whole world, I watched this collective shift to presence begin, or at least the invitation to it. Everyone being invited to slow down and feel what was happening in their own bodies and explore what are they doing with their time, with their lives? What, what are we here to do, to experience, to create? And are, are we in alignment with that? It was absolutely What's the word? It's like when you first watch um, snow falling and the whole world suddenly gets quiet. The landscape gets quiet outside of your window and your door. That's what it felt like energetically for me. It was like this blanket of quiet being put down around the world. And there's still noise within that, right? Lots of confusion and projection and chaos and everyone rumbling and not sure what to do and decisions and authority and a lot of stuff. But the energy was go inward. Go inward. And so I did because that's what the energy was guiding us towards is go inward. And what I found as I went inward was this way to translate the universal journey of the soul into light and color for the human that's embodied here on earth. Let me try to say that differently. It was like seeing all the color outside of the universe wanting to pour through the energy field of Gaia, the atmosphere and be received in the human body. So if you imagine the chakra system, we have all these colors, right, stacked on top of each other. We have the red, the orange, the yellow, just like the rainbow, we have it in our body. And I could feel how 
the energies I was describing in Just White Light that are in the universe, all the colors, wanted to be brought down into the chakra system to activate the chakras in new ways, to light up the energy fields within our human bodies through color, through light. And so I was sitting quietly in my meditation day after day and just asking, like, what is this? What is this? I, I don't quite understand how to translate it or how to decipher it. <laughs> and I kept getting the nudge to go back to this idea I had a couple years ago when a friend of mine was walking with her sister through cancer. She kept talking about the protocols that were being given by the doctors, the specific action steps you have to take of how to uh, bring the chemotherapy into the body, and all the protocols had evidence and things to prove them. And I kept getting reminded of that. I had written in my notes, like, what about energy protocols? What if there's a way to have energy come into the body as a healing tool instead of medicine. How do we, how do, we do that? What would it look like? And it was on my to-do list, but I hadn't gone back to it like many things on my creative to-do list. There's a really long list. So, so I was in my meditation. I kept hearing this urge, right? Protocols, healing protocols, energy protocols. And so I was sitting quietly and I was like, it's not energy, or it's like light. It's like light protocols and bringing light in from the universe to the human body. And so how do we do that? And so I just kept sitting quietly and listening and following my own guidance. And there was this one magical moment where I, it just all sort of clicked. And it was like, it's not, because I kept wanting to say energy medicine. It's energy medicine. And there was just this one moment where it was like, light medicine. <laughs> Boom. And it was like, oh, it is. It's medicine through light. It's light medicine. And we heal ourselves. And I am that light medicine. And you are that light medicine. Each one of us is light. We have light in our bodies. And so why can't we activate our own medicine by bringing that light into our human form and activating it and expanding it and adding color to it, just like we do as a soul? Why can't we do that in the human body? <laughs> as I say this, it sounds so like, duh, <laughs> of course, didn't you write a book? <laughs> yeah, the connection hadn't been made and there was that magical moment of, oh, yes, that, oh, and my whole body felt it. It was this whoosh of energy that went through my body. So I sat <laughs> some more in meditation and and just received guidance and wrote notes and then I'd meditate some more. <laughs> the whole time there's this quarantine and pandemic happening on a global level and I'm just sitting in my quiet space going, what do I do with this? What do I do with this? How do I understand this? How do I translate it? And it started to take form in the same way that this podcast does, the same way that my books have. I would record the visualization, the light protocol into my phone and and I was marveling at what I was seeing and feeling as I was saying it, not knowing until I was fully present how it would look, what the flow would be, what the understanding of the human body and the mind and the soul as a whole, what that actually was until I was fully present, focusing on one specific word or one specific illness. So the first one I focused on was fear because that's all I could feel happening collectively, fear. 
fear of death, fear of germs, fear of others, fear of space, fear of lack, fear of endings, fear of beginning, fear of everything. Fear was so powerful. And so I created a light protocol for fear. How do we directly heal fear through light medicine? We bring light into the fear. We illuminate what we're afraid of. And then we look at it. Are we actually afraid of that? Why are we afraid of that? Is that real? The biggest one for me is death. Is death real? No. (laughs) Death is an ending that leads you right into another beginning. What's on the other side of death? It's rebirth into something new. It's returning to source. It's returning to the infinite aspect of your soul. Death is a doorway into magic. And yet we're so afraid of death. And this coronavirus has brought this fear of death so powerfully forward for all of us to look at. It's activated so much in science and medicine and humanity about the process of death. And so Light Protocol 01 is for dispelling fear, which led me right into Light Protocol 02, which is for viral infections. Here we are talking about viral infections at a global level, a pandemic of viral infection. And I was sitting quietly in my space tuning into what does that mean? How do we heal that with light medicine? Viral infection brings our awareness to where we are out of alignment. And that's what humanity was looking at. What is our human collective experience? How is it out of alignment? Well, look at all the ways that have popped up. Education, government, medicine, healthcare, finances, supply chains, collaboration between countries, resources, shared resources, protection of resources. (laughs) There's, There's an endless list of how screwed up humanity is in this moment. That's not true. How out of alignment we are with unity. How we are not unified. We are separated. And so the viral infection has brought our awareness to that. And so I created a light protocol, O2, for viral infection, which flowed right into light protocol O3 for breathing. This viral infection is focusing humanity on breath. So how do we align with the power of breath, the beauty of breath? Which flowed right into light protocol O4 for grief. You know what the lungs represent in Chinese medicine? They hold grief. And we aren't breathing well because we're grieving. We're grieving our human journeys. We're grieving our separation from our higher selves. We're grieving our separation from our planet. We're grieving our separation from others, from feeling connected, from being so isolated emotionally. We're grieving so much. And so there's this beautiful light protocol for grief that is transformative. I've listened to it a few times, and each time I do, I'm like, it's so beautiful. (laughs) It's so beautiful. It dispels grief. It opens you to joy. And perhaps we're grieving that we aren't opening to joy. (laughs) So this beautiful light protocol guides you into that. And then the other protocols have just flowed from there headaches, ringing of the ears, digestion, bowels, adrenals, fever. (laughs) There's so much that we feel in our human bodies. And these light protocols show you 
a way to directly bring light into that place that is causing you discomfort. So it's not only, this is the magic of light medicine, it's for the mind, the body, and the soul, because we are in the human body to have this holistic approach, this holistic physical experience. We are not meant to be just the infinite soul. We came into a human body with intention to feel the physical experience. And part of that physical experience is the mind. And the mind is a powerful <laughs> weapon or tool. Right? This is the whole point of the movie Arrival. How do we define <laughs> this word that the aliens were giving us? Is it a weapon? Is it a tool? Or is it a gift? A weapon, a tool, or a gift. I believe the mind is a gift. And when we align the gift of our mind with the strength of our body and the beauty and wisdom of our infinite soul, now we are fully embodied and able to enjoy the magic of being here on Gaia. Now we move into mastery. And so light medicine is this teaching of mastery. Not from a place of I'm superior to you, from a place of I have mastered. <laughs> I have mastered this thing I have been learning. I have mastered it. And my gift to you, not my tool, not my weapon, my gift to you is showing you how I have mastered it. Teaching what I have learned so that you can master it yourself. Not so that you can be beholden to me, <laughs> so that you can exchange for the light protocol. The light protocol is $11.11 .11 for each one, which is the number of awakening here on this planet, or the number we have associated in our minds with awakening. A series of four ones, one, 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 one. So each light protocol is one, 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 one. And as you exchange for that, you activate the awakening within yourself through this crazy system we've set up of money until money eventually dissolves. <laughs> we activate this awakening of light and we invite light into the human form. And it the light protocol guides you. <laughs> Exclamation mark. The light protocol guides you into how to align your mind, your body, and your soul in this one specific area. This one targeted way of bringing light into your awareness. And you play with that and you master that and then you don't need that light protocol anymore because it's in you. You know it. You are it. And then if you have another discomfort that pulls you towards light medicine, you buy a different light protocol and you practice light in that way. And then eventually... You don't need my light protocols. You've mastered how to bring light in. You're already playing with light in that way. This light medicine cabinet that I have built is sitting there waiting if you need it until you've mastered it, and then you won't need it anymore. <laughs> so go on and create and master something different. My work, my, that's not the right word, my play, my delight, my greatest joy right now is in transcribing these light protocols and offering you another gift and another gift and another gift and another gift as I receive the clarity of what most serves us next.
It doesn't serve for us to have all the light protocols right in this moment today available. It's too much, <laughs> too much wisdom, too much to digest. And so I, I am trusting how I'm guided. I translate them and I put them into the cabinet and when you need them, they'll be there. So right now there are 11. We're gonna sit with 11 for a little while and feel how they work and play with them and add to them as I feel guided if there's more resources that come through. And just, right, breathe. I'm gonna breathe into what has already been created and relax and enjoy and delight in how magical this light medicine journey has been for me. And let you play with it. And I'm going to create audios of just white light. I feel like my voice is, let me rephrase that. Actually, this is very important. Let me add in this framework. <laughs> this is so important. <laughs> and I should have started with this, but I will bring it in now because now is when it's most relevant. This light medicine work is built upon the framework of incredible teachers who have taught me, incredible guides who have guided my human journey, my soul's journey. So, <laughs> ah, let me try to do this without crying. So, <laughs> my first guide, always, always is my, uh, <laughs> my grandmother, the soul grandmother who birthed our soul tribe, who brings me to tears every time I tune into her energy because it's such pure love. I created a podcast called Honoring Our Grandmothers and probably cried <laughs> through that podcast too. The grandmother energies who form the soul tribe are pure love with no expectation. They are absolutely unconditional love. And they guide us through the entire soul journey. And in this lifetime, I was blessed to have my energetic soul grandmother embody as my physical grandmother. And I called her Momsi because that was the name she chose. <laughs> and so I have a deep connection to this energy that I call my grandmother. I believe the grandmothers move through the waters of this planet. They play in the ocean and they calm us when we are around the ocean water. And so I recorded when I was in Costa Rica a few years ago with my daughter. I recorded an audio track of the ocean and I looped it into an eight-hour track that I call Momsi's Lullaby. And so every night when I go to bed, <laughs> I turn on Momsi's Lullaby and my grandmother plays with me at night and guides me. <laughs> so light medicine is based upon the love and the light that I have learned from my grandmother. And in each light protocol is a beautiful track that I just described, eight hours of ocean music that is on my YouTube channel called Momsi's Lullaby. It is the foundation of healing our human experience as a collective society. 
So I encourage you to try it and play it as you sleep at night and allow the grandmothers to support this light medicine that is healing, that is healing already so many. The next guide that I introduce in light medicine is the soul who embodied here in this lifetime is Dr. Wayne Dyer. He is a master teacher, a master soul, who is one of the original energies that created all, in my opinion. <laughs> in my humble opinion, he is one of the soul masters, if that's the right term to give. And he offered us this incredible gift before he transitioned that he called the I Am Meditation. It's based on, well, I'll let you research it. So in each light protocol, I include this three-hour YouTube video called the I Am Meditation by Dr. Wayne Dyer. And I invite you to play that music, that high vibrational sound as a way to calm your mind and to open your mind, body, soul to the healing that is available. When I wrote Just White Light, each audio track, I had the I Am Meditation playing in the background as I was recording the chapters in my phone. And so I offer that as a sound healing at the beginning of the book. As you are reading the book, listen to the I Am Meditation because it will expand your receiving of what the book is offering. It will allow you the capacity in the human mind to receive the transmission of energy. So I bow to the soul that I know as Daya, who embodied in this lifetime as Dr. Wayne Dyer. And then... <laughs> There is this beautiful soul that I know as Lulu, or that's the sound I would offer you, who in this lifetime embodied as Louise Hay. And she wrote a book called You Can Heal Your Life that I found when I was a young mother, not knowing what to do to take care of these two human beings that somehow relied on me to understand what was going on in their bodies when I hadn't even figured out what was going on in my body. And so Louise Hay's book guided me by teaching me about the body, reminding me about the body, helping me remember all that I've ever learned in my human experiences about the body. And so I started to make the connection between mind, body, soul through her book. And light medicine is built solidly upon the foundation of what Louise Hay taught in her life's work. I have studied and studied and have most of it memorized. <laughs> and that has been the foundation of how to bring light into this human body. And so I include in each light protocol Lulu's affirmations, phrases from her book that you can apply to whatever the thing is that you're healing in the light medicine. Yeah. So that is light medicine. I call the website or the, the container of work, I am light medicine, to help each of us activate that within ourselves as we enter the space. I am light medicine for myself as I bring that light into my human mind, body, and soul. You are light medicine as you choose to activate that light within your mind, body, soul. 
And so each time we step into the container, into the exchange with that energy field, we activate it within ourselves with I am light medicine. And it is just beginning to present or reveal itself through my awareness and I I'm so enjoying <laughs> so enjoying the magic of it. So here we are, new moon in Gemini. That is my story <laughs> of light medicine. I have no idea where this collective co-creation is taking us as we move with the energy of COVID-19. It is it is a collective shift that no one person is dominating or controlling. It is so dynamic and so co-creative. And it feels right and perfect to introduce the energy of I am light medicine into this collective field on the new moon in Gemini. And now for me to lean back, right? There's such pressure that I put upon myself or have in the past to meet the deadlines of time that I have felt guiding me for so long. I describe in my books, I am a timekeeper. I am one of those in the soul tribe committed to playing with time until I wrote Just White Light and I completed that contract with time. And so here now, being present in the magic of this creation, I am learning, <laughs> still, I am learning how to lean back, how to receive, how to allow the cosmos to flow and move without <laughs> me trying to control and tell it how to move and flow <laughs> as much as I would like to. I am reminded that this universal energy is what guides the path, not my own mind, body, soul telling me when it has to be done by. So this weekend I'm going to play and enjoy my family and my loved ones and yummy food and our warm pool in the sunshine and all of the beautiful paradise that we have created in this little bubble of world that I live in. And then next week, I'll tune back in and see what feels relevant next. Yeah, there's, what would I even say? There's such peace when we, um, trying to find the words for what I'm seeing or feeling. It's like looking at this arc of learning and integration that my soul has been on and knowing, it's like being at the end of the rainbow in the pot of gold, looking back at the rainbow and marveling at, oh my God, like how magical is this rainbow of light? How incredibly beautiful is this experience when I look back and review all of it? When we are able to bask in that present moment of seeing the magic of all of it, it's, it's beyond words. 
Dr. Dyer wrote a book before he died called I See Clear I Can See Clearly Now. And I was listening to his podcast last week when I was mowing the lawn and he described how in each chapter of the book he I feel like I've talked about this somewhere recently. Maybe it was last week. <laughs> did I talk about this in last week's podcast? <laughs> Perhaps I did. I don't remember, but he describes isn't that funny how time just dissolved in that moment? He describes how each chapter uh, reveals a story of awareness. And when he looks back on it, he can see how it all had to be the way it had to be. I think I did talk about this last week. I feel that right now as I share this story with you. There's a, a bit of a deja vu. Like, haven't I already lived this where I've told them this story? <laughs> haven't I already... <laughs> Haven't I already been here in this moment and shared the magic of this? When we are in alignment with our soul with such brilliance and such peace, the present moment holds everything we've ever been and everything we will be in the future, which isn't really even the future. We, we are everything here now in this absolute perfect moment. And that is what light medicine teaches. It's how do you harness all that you have ever been and ever will be and experience it here embodied in this moment, on this planet, at this time. It's, <laughs> it's magic in a bottle. That's the image that I chose for representing light medicine. It's this little bottle that has fireflies inside with a label on it for what the illness is. <laughs> and then all the little fireflies flying out in the magic. The body issue that brings you into light medicine is just the label on the bottle and inside is all the magic of all you've ever been and all you ever will be. And that's the best way I can describe I am light medicine. So thank you for witnessing my journey. And yeah, <laughs> happy new moon in Gemini. I send you so much love today. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.